Oh, sorry. Got a little bit carried away there. I guess you can understand that, can't you? It's a great hymn. It's one of the, uh, the uh, angel carols that we love to sing so much on Christmas Eve. Like, it came upon a midnight clear. The first Noel. Angels from the realms of glory. And of course, we don't want to forget the one that gives us our theme tonight. Hark, the herald angels sing. Yeah, I've been humming that tune for the last few weeks as I've been working on the sermon and the, and the worship service. It's one of those songs that gets inside your head and, and rattles around in your brain. I wonder if that happened also to the shepherds who heard the original angels carol on that first Christmas Eve. I wonder what the melody was. If, in fact, it was a song, the Bible doesn't really say that, but we generally assume that, that the angels sang to the shepherds. If so, did they recognize the melody? Had they ever heard it before? Or did they ever hear it again while they were yet on this earth? Did it get inside their head and rattle around for a week or a month or maybe for years? That wouldn't be too surprising, would it? After all, it was sung by the angels. The angels are singing again tonight. Can you hear them? angels sing. Girls and boys, you know what a herald angel is, right? It's not an angel that's named herald, that's spelled differently. In the hymn, herald is just another word for messenger. And that's what the angels are, God's messengers. And on that first Christmas, it was their privilege to carry to earth the greatest message ever, that Christ the Savior has been born. Except I wonder how they felt about that right away. I wonder if they all stood in line uh, waiting to volunteer for that task of of leaving behind the glories of heaven and, and coming to this earth to announce to sinful, selfish people who had rebelled against God that God was setting in motion his plan of salvation. That he was going to pay for their sins by sacrificing his son. I don't suppose that was the angel's idea of justice. The way God had dealt with Satan probably seemed more like it to them. After his rebellion... God had had sent Satan and and all who joined with him had kicked them out of heaven, sent them directly to hell. 
And I don't suppose the angels saw all that much difference between Satan's sin and ours. Maybe they didn't understand why God would treat us so differently. But one thing they did understand, God wanted them to do this. And that was all they needed to know. Because what God wanted, they wanted. They didn't complain or, or grumble or try to get out of it. They didn't half-heartedly deliver the message, figuring they'd just zip down to earth, get it over with, and get back to heaven as quickly as possible. No. It was their great joy and delight to do what God commanded. Because they are, above all, God's servants who live to serve him. To some, that might not sound like much of a life. But actually, it's the only way to live. And it's not just the angels who know that. We do, too, when we listen to their message. That's why it's so important for us to pay attention. That's what the word hark means, after all, to listen. Not the way we sometimes try to listen to our spouse or our parents or, or maybe even once in a while a sermon with just one ear. But to really listen, to pay attention. Now, if the angel suddenly appeared tonight and started speaking to us, we wouldn't have to be told to pay attention, would we? That would happen automatically. Well, guess what? The angels are speaking. And more than that, God himself is speaking because they are carrying his message. And what a message it is. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. In the hymn, those words are in quotation marks, as if it's what the angels actually said. It isn't. But it does help us to understand what they meant. St. Luke gives us their exact words. They said, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Let's focus on the end of that statement, which is what the Hebrews often did. The, the most important part came at the end. And that's where we find the words peace, goodwill toward men. That's talking about God's attitude toward us, which is not primarily one of anger, surprisingly enough, but just the opposite. He is at peace with us. He has feelings of, of goodwill toward us. And that is all because of, of something in him, not anything he sees in us. God is at peace with us because he has chosen to be not because we in any way deserved him to be. Which is why we sing with the angels, glory to God in the highest. Because his glory is most clearly seen in his grace, in his son. It's only because of Jesus that we praise God and don't run from him. God's kindly inclination toward us, the goodwill, that he has was demonstrated on Christmas Day. 
And it was consummated on Good Friday and Easter Sunday. All of that is wrapped up in the message the angels delivered that night. And isn't it incredible to whom they delivered that message? Lowly shepherds and and the hills outside of the tiny town of Bethlehem. (laughs) Seriously? Wouldn't you think that if angels were going to show up in Palestine, it would be in Jerusalem? Probably at the temple. Most certainly to the high priest, or at least to somebody important. Instead, they came to the shepherds. And you know what that means, don't you? The shepherds were important to God. Imagine their surprise at being treated that way. At being treated to to front row VIP seating for the spectacle of angels in the heavens. And then notice their reaction to that. After the angels left, do you suppose that that maybe anyway the the shepherds kind of checked with each other to make sure they had all seen the same thing, that that this wasn't just a dream or, or their imagination? Maybe they pinched themselves or slapped their faces to make sure they were awake. Maybe so. Any or all of those things may have happened. We don't know because none of them is recorded in the Bible. The Bible tells us only one thing, the most important thing that the shepherds did immediately after the angels left them. They believed. And as a result of that, they obeyed. They went to Bethlehem to find the child in the manger. When St. Luke tells us what happens next, He makes a very interesting connection between the the angels and the shepherds. He says, when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which had been told them concerning this child. Did you hear it? See, first the, the shepherds came to the angels. I mean, sorry, they went around. The angels came to the shepherds, and then the shepherds became like the angels as they shared that great good news. So I don't know, should we, should we write a new Christmas carol? Hark the herald shepherds sing? Yeah, no, probably not. Wouldn't have the same effect, would it? Not in a Christmas carol, but on that first Christmas, <laughs> you bet it did. And here's where you and I fit in. The message originally went from the angels to the shepherds and then from the shepherds to anybody who would listen to them. And now the message has come to us. To us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. To us, the Savior has come. And we are filled with joy and love and peace and hope, just like the shepherds. And also like the shepherds, We don't want to keep that to ourselves. In other words, also like the shepherds, you can be an angel. Maybe never been called that before. You can be an angel, a messenger 
to others. Maybe, maybe to somebody who, who has never read the Bible, would never set foot in a church, but who just might listen to you. And think about what all this means. First, we learn that, that we are like the shepherds, lowly people whom God considers important enough to come to himself. And that transforms us. So that now we want to be like the angels in this way anyway. That our greatest desire is to praise and serve our Lord and to carry to others the message that they shared that Christmas Eve. Glory to the Hark, the herald angels sing. Or is it the shepherds? Or is it us? Amen. And the peace of God which passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.